business. Hello. Welcome to Dames and Dragons. Your boys today, your boys went to the bank. Straight to the bank. Straight all the way to the bank. We went into a bank and it was very quiet and we were not. <laughs> they had suckers. Yeah, they, they had, had suckers. We, had suckers. we forgot to get them. We forgot to get suckers. Guys, you guys, we gotta go back. <laughs> God, this is why I tried to get them before we went in. Yeah, Kat um, banned Caitlin from getting a bunch was, of suckers before we met with the bank teller. I was she halfway out of my seat. No, okay, here's the thing is, I also went, suckers, and then I, I went, no, I can't get suckers. And then immediately after, Caitlin started to get up, and I was like, no, Caitlin, I restrained myself, and you must too. Oh, so oh, and then I dejectedly sat back down. I saw them the minute we walked in, you guys. No, that was like the first thing I saw when we walked in that bank. Yeah. So we didn't get suckers, but we did uh, when the, the person from our bank came out, and she said, hey, is it a party here? And we went, yes. It's time to party. An adventuring party. She was a vision. And now here's the kicker of this story. Here's the the exciting part. Her name is Corbin. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was destiny. It was. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to to cut cut you off there, Kat. Kat, I'm really sorry that Hannah just cut you off. (laughs) I'm I'm so sorry. I would also like to apologize on, on okay, Hannah's behalf. Okay, I'm sorry <laughs> that you cut me off. Okay, fuck off. So, like, the other thing, though, is, like, her name being... Okay, so she wasn't like, hi, my name's Corbin. It was like we were in the <laughs> yeah. room sitting there, right? And I'm, like, looking at this beautiful lady's name tag, and I'm reading it, and I'm fucking losing my shit because it's even spelled the same way. Spelled and I, like, exactly the same. I look over at Caitlin, and I'm, like, trying not to be weird, but, like, I, I'm high-key, like, wanting to be weird. And Caitlin, describe, describe. So I, what happened to me, my experience with this was that I saw her name on her computer screen and like I, I was in denial. I was like, this can't be her name. It's some other, it's like the name of the company that runs the program on the computer. Mm-hmm. It's somebody else's name. It's not her name. And then I like looked at Hannah and then I like looked around the room and I saw like a Everything little plaque that said Corbin and like all these other things said Corbin. And I was like, oh my God, it's her name. It was so, really destiny corbin who works at our bank this episode is dedicated to you yeah corbin wherever you are you're the best corbin thank you and i hope you rub in the faces of all of your other co-workers the fact that you are gonna be on this podcast yep that was yeah. the other thing that yeah. she told us is that her co-workers who weren't there they they all love playing D and they like engage with the D community they're gonna be so mad that i was the one who was here to help you guys. And we were like, yeah. yeah, we are. We are big deal celebrities. Yeah, so we I'm are sure they'll be like, very jealous. Super, super popular. <laughs> yeah, you know, everybody on the D&D knows our name. I have to wear like a full body spandex suit when I go outside. It's like, <laughs> is that your disguise? <laughs> Any part of my body that's exposed is recognizable. Are you like, true. like Green Man from It's Always Sunny? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Well... We're a big deal in the D&D community, guys. Stop so that. we should. <laughs> Let's play D&D.
is Kat, and I'm a big deal in the D and D community. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say it without laughing. <laughs> Um, hi, I'm Noelle, and I'm going to kill Kat, and I <laughs> play Fran, who is a Genasi wizard at level seven. Hi, I'm, I'm Caitlin, and um, I'm just a big deal. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And I play Corbin. <laughs> because you always wear a full body <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a big deal if I ever heard Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm just always a big deal. So I don't know what you guys are laughing about. You go out on the street, people stop and they stare and they point and they go, oh God, what is that? And I say, a big fucking deal. <laughs> oh. Hi, I'm, I'm Hannah and I'm riding on the coattails of Caitlin's success. <laughs> and, uh, and I play Slake, a half-orc fighter. <laughs> Very, very good. Very good. Okay, so last time, well, you talked to Queen Lilia, mm-hmm. uh, and she told you, please don't suspect my wife of every- anything, and you guys were like, mm, that sounds suspicious. Mm-hmm. Um, you read Renetta's letters. Uh, Renetta looks less suspicious now. Mm-hmm. Coquin is trying to get somebody into the university, so you guys went to the university, and Fran defaced some books. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and then you guys gave a quest to a poor <laughs> student. <laughs> really good yeah that was a great highlight Mm -hmm. yep uh and i think that is actually where we are now oh yeah um so what do you guys want to do next it is afternoon of the first day and uh in the evening of the third day there will be a ball so so we've got some leads to take care of today but i think first we need to do some quick shopping right Heck yeah yeah, yeah. I like needs armor yeah. yeah boy okay so um you guys head out onto the streets of madria to do a little shopping spree and it is quiet you've been this city has gone very very quiet seems like a lot of people have left a lot of people are staying in their homes even even after the pirate attack it was busier than this um, but shops are still open. It is a, a vibrant trade city, although less vibrant today. So what do you guys want to buy? Let's run through really quickly what you guys uh, go off to get. So Fran doesn't really need much. So she's just buying a chain. Yes. Don't ask me about it. Like you do. <laughs> Fran, what's that chain for? Shut up, Corbin. Jesus. This is my personal chain. <laughs> Hey. But I like wear it like around my neck like a cool goth scarf. <laughs> and then the, and then I get tired immediately and put it in the bag. Every every time it like when you're wearing it every time it glints in the sun, Corbin like has to hold himself back. Oh, wow. Cuz it's like shiny and he's looking at it. Whoa. Yeah. Corbin gets uh also doesn't need much, but he does buy a small wooden shield to boost his AC. Yeah. What does the shield look like? It's smallish, mm-hmm. uh, but it's got a beautiful, intricately carved wooden pattern on it. Mm, um, what? It's got a little crow head on it. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So it's a little, and it's got um, a like a little ruby for the eye. Probably fake because it wasn't that much money. So it's like a <laughs> fake little ruby. In yeah. There. Okay. Awesome. And then we're we're gonna pay for Slake's armor mm-hmm. because. Oh, Slake doesn't have money. Yeah, Slake's poor shit. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Slake, what kind of armor do you get? Oh, golly. um, I think I want to get some heavy armor, plate armor, if I may. You may. 
So you guys do a little fashion show of like trying on different types of like armor mm-hmm. with Slake. And they just continuously like get bigger and every time they're yeah. small we're like no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you can't even see Slake by the end of it. Like it's just armor. And then we all like clap and we're like, yes! 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 <laughs> And then Slate comes out eventually in. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go for the um, some nice uh, Madrian plate. It's going to be dark and perhaps have some enamel uh, color to it. I'm thinking very dark, almost black, iridescent kind of color. <gasps> Ooh, That's cool. That's very cool. I just like to note that, yeah, the way that it, it locks together, it reminds you of the segments of a nice little bug. Cool. cool. Yeah. And Mary signs to you, Slake. Uh, she signs, oh, Slake, you look so handsome and very sturdy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No one will ever tip me over again. <laughs> I I immediately try to tip you over. Yeah, Corbin helps. Fucking try. Roll. Roll to tip me oh, over. Oh, I'm going to do an assistance roll. Okay, I got 15. Well, with my minus one strength, I got a seven. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> no, neither of them can do it. Yeah, Damn no. It. Corbin kind of comes close. Yeah, I, I, I get you to wobble a bit, but... I, I wibble and I wobble, but I don't fall down. <laughs> Fucking damn it. So what do you guys want to do? You've got your armor, you've got your chain, you've got your shield. <sighs> got my chain, all right. So Fran, Fran makes eye contact with Corbin in like a very defeated kind of way. Mm-hmm. And then she, she looks at Slake... And she says, it's like the time has come. <laughs> um, uh, that sounds ominous. We have one more shop to go to. Fred, no. We have to, Corbin. Fred, please. I- is it like a fun <laughs> shop? No. No. It's a, It's not a fun shop. <laughs> it's whatever the opposite of fun is. Hell. That's the opposite of fun. It's a hell shop. Uh, wh- why are we going there? It's uh, necessary. Uh, where's the nearest temple? Because we have to go to a temple, right? There are temples all over the city, um, but there is one, you know, in the trades district uh, that is bustling. People coming in and leaving little offerings at the many different shrines. There's a big shrine in here to Minotine. There's a statue of a, you know, godly figure wielding a spear fighting off the carved ocean. And then there's lots of smaller shrines around that to many of the different gods. And there is, there's a, a little corner where there's no shrine that you guys are able to to huddle up in. All right. I reach into the bag of holding with like my whole arm and shoulder. Corbin's like shaking as he watches. <laughs> He's like vibrating with I fear. Like, I like, I just jangle everything around. I tilt this way and that. Clatter, clatter. Mary like takes, Ugh. you know, comes behind you. Corbin is like rubbing your arm. <laughs> like... <laughs> he like leans in a little bit, like huddles. Slake's like, eyes are just like darting around extremely <laughs> nervously. <laughs> And then um, I pull out uh, Dashing Dawson's little tip jar. Corbin can't look at it. He turns his head away as soon as it comes out of the bag. Fran puts it down on the floor and drops a a piece of silver into it. You hear the (laughs) clopping of hooves. (laughs) You hear the clopping of hooves on the pavement outside. Corbin turns his face in the other direction to hide it in um, Mary's neck, like a like a frightened, a frightened wife. 
<laughs> Slake reaches for their weapons. <laughs> and then the sound of hoofbeats stops. Hail, travelers! Uh, and uh, the head of a charming halfling pokes into the temple and says, Oh, lovely, Madria. I've always wanted to come to Madria. There's so much trade and commerce here. Uh, you can just leave that jar there. Here, I've got another one out here for you. Uh, can't we just take this one with us? I don't no, want to no, no. leave it here. Leave it, leave it. Come, I've got another one. Uh, I don't like that I idea. I don't trust anything you say. Please, come on outside. Come take a look at my wares. I take the jar with me. <laughs> Corbin nods at you. <laughs> I, I say to Mary, I, I don't understand why is everyone so scared? He's just a, just a beautiful little man. Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> Mary signs, just wait and brace yourself. <laughs> okay. Uh, Fran, you're the one who took the jar, right? Yeah. Uh, and Dawson says, now, Fran, please put down that jar and wisdom. make a wisdom save. Oh, boy. Fuck him. That's t- that's a 24. That's a 24. All right. Y- you are not charmed by him. <laughs> Goddamn right. I, like, feel his tendrils of charm trying to get me. And I clenched my hands onto the jar. They go, white knuckled, I guess. Okay. And uh, I say, not today. (laughs) (laughs) Corbin, like, grabs onto you and says, hold back. Hold back. Thanks, Corbin. I will. Good. (laughs) All right. Well, you succeeded on his saving throw. So you guys head outside. And just in the street, Slake, you see where there was once a empty storefront, there is now a halfling with beautiful golden blonde hair with a stall of many exotic goods and behind him is a just the most beautiful looking donkey you have ever seen like she has the softest ears <laughs> and the biggest eyes and there's lots of like flowers braided into her mane and tail and she's just eating some oats oh my god I'm transfixed by this donkey <laughs> <laughs> hail oh it's so good to see you now Weren't you red before, he says as he looks at you, Slake? Um, uh, not that I recall, Mr. Um, sir. Don't I- talk to them, Dennis. <laughs> Are you, like, short-sighted? Can you, like, not see the faces of tall people? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just don't bother to keep track of mortals anymore. I'm Ugh. dashing, Dawson. It is a pleasure to meet you. I kiss his hand. <laughs> I like you. We're going to be friends. Now, what can I do for you fine people? He says, and he like relaxes against the donkey like it's a reclining couch. Good God. (laughs) Um, well, we have a few questions for you. Oh, exciting. Please go ahead. So we are wondering, you know, like when a god casts a spell on somebody with, like, magic calligraphy on their body. Oh, yes. We don't see that very often anymore. Okay. Um, do you know how to undo it? Mm, well, depends. I mean, if it's something that's just painted on, you just wash it off. Okay, well, what if it's tattooed? Ooh, ow. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> You're not helpful. <laughs> well, 
That sucks. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. Yeah, buddy, it does. Well, you'd simply have to find a way to remove the ink from the skin. Or cut off the affected area. Yeah, Yeah. we totally thought of that. Yeah, Um, we did. Do you know how to remove tattoos? (laughs) (laughs) Do you know a good tattoo removal service around here? (laughs) Would that be like a type of healing? Maybe. Or a type of damage? Oh, we could just burn him real bad. It's very sad, but... (laughs) Well, if you're able to decipher the exact combination of runes that have been tattooed into the skin, then you could even simply disrupt one segment of it, the key segment of it, and that would cut off power to the rest of the runes. You would have to, of course, find the power rune, and that is kind of difficult if you don't know how to read the calligraphy. That's a very old art, uh, but if you're interested, I have some agents in the field who I might be able to direct to find some resources for you. Yeah, what's the fucking catch, buddy? No catch! You're my friends! <laughs> All I would require is that at the time of delivery, you exchange something. Exchange what? Yeah. Something of equal or greater value. Like what? Like what? Something magical. An artifact that I don't currently have among my wares. And that you did not purchase from me. I do not accept returns. Yeah. Mm. All right, you... You brigand. (laughs) And he holds out a hand to you guys to shake. Let's shake on it. Should we we all three shake his one hand at the same time? Yeah, let's. If he wants this, we're going to make it as uncomfortable as possible for him. Yeah. Also, Mary, all four of us. Yeah, all of us. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. (laughs) I do that thing where I grab the inside of his wrist and I like tickle it with my little one finger. Gross. He doesn't, he does not react. Okay, well, that's even worse. <laughs> I maintain eye contact with him the entire time. So all all four of you put your hands in, shake his hand, and you feel a shiver go through your whole body uh. as you do. <sighs> now, are you interested in any of my wares? I have some very exciting things. Those agents I was telling you about, they just brought in some very interesting items. And he holds up a belt that is made of little interlinking monkeys made of silver. So, sitting on the table, there is a shiny copper orb that is dotted with constantly moving bits of obsidian. That's probably normal. Uh, There is a scary face bag. Of course. (laughs) A uh, weird-looking bag with patches that look kind of like a scary face, but that's probably a coincidence, right? Five small, surprisingly weighty black beads. Great for jewelry making. Uh, There's a pair of Final Fantasy boots. Uh, which are boots with lots of cool buckles on them, and they make you look awesome, and no one will ever make fun of you about Uh There is a tarnished metal tube. Uh, it's still in good condition, and it makes a pretty sound when you hit it. There is a bag of dust. It's just, it's a bag. It's full of dust. And there is a metal rod with horses uh, on either end. What can I interest you in? What's that weird monkey thing? <laughs> Ooh, would you like to see it? I I can see it, yes. <laughs> I'm going to cast Identify on that bag of dust. Okay. When you cast Identify on it, it tells you that it is a dust of disappearance. Oh, okay. I want that. Mm. One, one scary bead, please, and also that dust bag. All right. And that will be a total of 
Five hundred silver pieces, please, ma'am. Yeah, I'm not going to haggle with you today. I don't have the willpower to do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You hand over uh, five hundred silver pieces, and uh, you find the knowledge that the black bead is a bead of force. Mm. Uh, you can use an action to throw the bead up to 60 feet. The bead explodes on impact and is destroyed. Each creature within a 10-foot radius of where the bead landed must succeed on a DC 15 dexterity saving throw or take 5d4 force damage. A sphere of transparent force then encloses the area for one minute. Dang. That's dope. Okay, I, I want more of these scary beads. <laughs> How many? I have four more left. I'll take three of them. And then the bag of dust, as soon as you pick it up, you realize that your identify spell lied to you. Oh. That is actually a property of this, is that identify says it's something else. Oh. What it actually is, is dust of sneezing and choking. Fuck. (laughs) So it just makes people sneeze and choke? When you use an action to throw a handful of this dust into the air, you and each creature uh, that that needs to breathe must succeed on a DC 15 constitution saving throw or become unable to breathe while sneezing uncontrollably. Um, If I like wear a mask and do that, can I just like fucking mess people up? Yeah. Like put it through like a vent? Yeah. That's a dope. That's really cool. Item then. That's really cool. (laughs) I like that the description is like, when you inevitably throw it in the air, Above you yourself will and- choke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that's a you dumbass choice. idiot. Like, you fucking stupid piece of shit. <laughs> All right. So good. And uh-huh. then I, I'm going to give two of these little forest speeds to Slake. Oh, oh, wow. Thanks, Fran. Yeah, it's cool. If you stay alive, you'll have your own money someday, but here you go. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> And Corbin, what do you want to get? I'll take those very, very cool boots and uh, the last of those little beads that you got there. All right, Corbin, those boots are... Made for walking. Actually, they're meant for striding and springing. Whoa! What? And also, as soon as you put them on, Corbin, they like form to your feet and you realize they can now no longer ever be worn by anyone else they're your boots forever <gasps> and always Whoa. oh yeah bitch yep so you can, my boots you cannot give them away to anyone else in the party well. you can jump three times the normal distance wow so you can't you can't jump farther than your remaining movement will allow all right i think that's that's yeah. it then right? that's all you guys want from him yeah that's so. all i can afford to buy right now yeah okay well, it's a pleasure doing business with you as always. And if you uh, find something that would be interesting to me, I'd be more than happy to exchange that for whatever information my agents are able to find. Okay, whatever. <laughs> so as you guys turn away, he says, remember, you can always call me whenever you're in need of a deal. And when you turn around to look at him again, he's gone. Uh, of course. Yeah, Corbin breathes a very heavy sigh of relief. I just throw that, that tip jar as hard as I can back into the bag of holding. Mm-hmm. I'm a little dazzled. Oh, damn it. Slake. <laughs> Slake, oh, so get that look out of your eyes. Get I, it fucking together. I, I'm fine. I don't have a look. Do not trust his donkey. Don't trust anything he does or says. It's full of secrets. But the donkey? Anyway... Boop, 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 boop.
uh, welcome, 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 one and all, to a very special mid-roll wherein the usual stuff happens. How is everyone doing this fine evening, morning, noon, or night? I'm, um, oh, still alive, you know? I've, um, I've, I've eaten my parents for their knowledge and wisdom, and I've, uh, consumed their power, so I'm better than ever in 2019. <laughs> if you want to see a very weird picture of our <laughs> recording space, go ahead and go check out our Twitter, at Dragon Dames. And for that matter, probably checking out our Twitter, at Dragon Dames, is the best way to keep up with us, at Dragon Dames. <laughs> our episode today is sponsored, as always, by our beautiful patrons on Patreon. I would like to thank our new and increasing donor patrons this week. And that goes out to Rose. Yes, Uncle Fred NPC. What a name. Mars, Anatoly, Caleb, Stephen, Elizabeth, Cameron. Cameron was the last one. I also want to thank our beautiful iTunes reviewers. That goes out to Magnus Baxterior. <laughs> Good name. Aura of Awesome. Steven Diehard and um Oh wow, this oh this is so unexpected. Um oh my gosh. Um I'd also like to thank on iTunes uh, Mr. Mime. <laughs> that is just like oh my god, like that is just like so like what a coincidence that you would come here and be on oh our iTunes page. I'm like such a big fan. <laughs> Anyway, thanks for the five-star rating, Mr. Mai. <laughs> I apologize for everything in this interlude so far. <laughs> um, uh, let's just move swiftly onward. I'd like to thank our sponsors for this episode and encourage you to check out Courts of the Shadow Fae for 5e from Cobalt Press. Intrigue and adventure await you in the Shadow Realm with the Courts of the Shadow Fae, a 5th edition planar adventure for 7th to 10th level characters. Designed by Wolfgang Bauer and Dan Dillon, Courts of the Shadow Fae pits your heroes against the Queen of Night and Magic when she announces that the city of Zobek and its people are hers by ancient right. To save the city, you'll need to confront the Shadow Fae in the heart of their own realm. This 148-page adventure contains 100 NPCs, a map with more than 60 locations, and more than 40 combat and role-playing encounters. You can raise your status through courtly intrigue and duels of honor to win an audience with the queen herself and free the city, or fail and become her servants. Order Courts of the Shadow Fae for 5th edition at cobaltpress.com. I would also like to direct your attention to Elderwood Academy. Elderwood Academy are artisans who craft amazing gaming products, including dice towers, dice trays, dice boxes, deck boxes, dice, and more. All products are crafted to look like spell books, scroll cases, codexes, and other awesome fantasy gear we love. They have these like little mini dice that you have in like this magnetized box that you can hang from a keychain. I just think that is the coolest. Number one, you're never without dice when you need them. When, you know, a stranger comes up to you and challenges you to a D&D duel. And number two, it's a great conversation piece. 
Uh, and our listeners can find that product and many more at elderwoodacademy.com slash don't split. Last of all, Chantel, mistress of the night, cold wind upon my shoulder, sparkles that float above my eyes when I'm just between waking and sleep, the strange feeling I have that I'm being watched, the tittering laughter coming from another room in the house when... You're sure you were home alone. Chantal, the code word is September trike. The sleeper agent is active. Go. Well, <clears throat> we need to go talk to our friend Helmshire, who was poisoned, because in order to find out about the um the work crews who did the poisonings because he would have been in charge of the people who who hired them. Or yes. maybe he hired them himself. <laughs> okay, well, you'll find out when you go talk to him. All right, so Lord Helmshire does not live in the palace. He has a, a house in the city. So do you guys want to head straight there? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You don't want to stop by the uh, the famished fella food stand? Well, now that you say that, I'm like, what's yeah. going on Maybe at like one fella? Pancake. I guess I am a famished fella. <laughs> do they... <laughs> Cat, do they have the those pancakes with the little bugs inside? No. Little no. bugs? Yeah. You mean the expired ones that we ate in Danmar? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm talking like a deep fried bug pancake. No. They don't like have a that. Savory, like a crepe with like deep fried bugs in it. Like you're, a savory. You know what? Your your version of like a fantasy world is <laughs> the sickest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I wish I was not privy to it. Well, all right. So you guys all go down to the famished fella. I'm sorry fella. that you are. You go down to the famished fella. Do you, uh, do you pick up a, a, I forget, what did the famished fella sell? They sold like off-brand Hungry Boys. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to get an off-boy Hungry brand? Whoa. <laughs> yes. 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 That is what I yes. want. I want an off-boy Hungry brand now. <laughs> Give it. I want to march right up. I want to march right up to that stand. And I don't want to say, I'll take four off boy hungry brands, milady. I'm going to walk up to there and be like, What are you guys? Some kind of off, off boy hungry brand? <laughs> Idiots. How, ma- how many boys do you have off and how many brands are hungry? And the, uh, the girl behind the counter says, Actually, Famished Fella is a wholly owned subsidiary of, of uh, Hungry Boy Inc. <laughs> Oh, yeah. so like no, no, uh, no legal issues there. Then I, I, I guess. No. Would you like an off boy? <laughs> Give it. Don't even ask. Like hand it yes. on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cat's dying. <sighs> Glad we stopped. We did it. Do you get four of them or do you get five? Five. One, Wait, is Phelan oh. still here? No, one for Lorm Helmshire. Oh, oh, he's rich. He doesn't need Off Boy Hungry Brand. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if he can eat yet, but we'll bring him one. Yeah, we'll he might one. not have like a we'll mouth. Just, we'll just split it four ways if he doesn't. I'm sorry. Want- <laughs> <laughs> sorry, wait, Caitlin. <laughs> we met Lord Helmshire. He ate the poison with his mouth, <laughs> and then he lost his mouth. Oh, that's the worst kind of poison. This isn't Deadpool from the, like, fucking Wolverine movie. <laughs> this has gone poorly. I'm just saying, rich people don't need to eat. 
<laughs> no, it's true. Because they don't have mouths. Yeah. Everyone knows this. Everybody knows. You guys are making some good points. You go to Lord Helmshire's house. Mm. Um, he actually, his estate is, I mean, at least compared to the other one that you've seen, the Marquis Marchioness de Capibon. And also you went to the Nuinian estate as well. Mm-hmm. But his is actually very subdued, you know? He has, like, oh. a very reserved tastes. It seems he isn't so ostentatious. Uh, and you, do you guys go up to the front door? Do you go around the back? Do you sneak in the window? What do you do? I would love... Win. Stop it! We're going in the front. We have every right to be here. There is a grate in the in the back. Stop no. it! Oh, Corbin, he takes <laughs> off. God fucking damn it. Right, Who, whatever. Who's gonna roll to stop me? I don't care. Yeah, anymore. you don't want to, you, Oh, you, you do your okay. thing. I'm going. Can I go? Mary, go Mary ahead. is going to roll the stop you. <laughs> I was, that was a joke. I've, I've lost my soul. I don't care anymore. That is a, that is a 19 to stop you. Ooh. Wow. I don't know what kind of check it is. It's just a 19. Yeah, just, just fucking just roll. Straight up dice on dice. Yeah, dice yeah, on this dice. Is, what? <laughs> is a natural 20. No. 19. Oh, what well, it meets. Fuck? Meets it, it, beats it. Who's beating who? I don't know. I think it would be Mary beating you. I think so, because she's trying to stop me. Yeah. 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 So right. meets it beats. It's so close. Yeah, it's like Corbin is running. <laughs> he's running towards it and then like looks back to see where his friends are. And you just see like Mary look giving you this yeah. really disapproving look of <laughs> and shame and, I, and, I like... and, and disappointment. <laughs> I stop and I like start vibrating on the spot for like 15 seconds <laughs> okay. before I come back. And Fran and Slake are just like pretending they don't even notice. <laughs> they just like go if you want. It's like a teacher who like knows all their students are cheating, but it's like doesn't care. You're anymore. not proficient anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I just assume that that Corbin knows what he's doing. Yeah. All right. So you guys knock on the front door after that, and uh, a gnomish girl who answers the door, and uh, she looks over the four of you and then says, uh, "I'm sorry, Lord Helmshire is not receiving any visitors today." I can take a message for you if you'd like. Uh, we're we're the people who saved his life, so I think he'll want to take this. Specifically, I'm the person who saved his life, I say. And I, like, laugh like it's no big deal, but, like, it is a big deal. It is a big deal. All right. The, uh, the serving girl looks at the four of you again and says, I will check with his lordship and see if he is feeling well enough. Thank you. She gives a deep curtsy and then scurries off, and she leaves the door ajar as she leaves. I'm peek in there, see what it, see what it's all yeah. about. Oh yeah, yeah. It's the same sort of uh, sensibility as the outside gardens inside. It's uh, nice materials, but not ostentatious. Ostentatious. After you've peeked for long enough, the serving girl comes back, and she's uh, says. All right, well, Lord, Lord Helmshire is, uh, he's awake, but he's not, he's not particularly lucid right now. But you're welcome to come see him. He has invited you up. Thank you so much. And then I'm going to, like, nudge Corbin and Fran and Mary and be like, do you think she, uh, wants the, the off boy? She? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it sounds <laughs> like, you know, Lord Helmshire's, like, probably not going to eat and, like, we got it for Lord Helmshire. And he's gonna eat it. <laughs> so you guys go up this really beautiful staircase with your greasy paper bag full of off land hungry boys. Let's say it right. Um, and up to Lord Helmshire's bedroom. It's a nice bedroom and 
Lord Helmshire is in there. He's propped up on about a hundred pillows in his bed. And he raises a hand in greeting as you come in. He goes, oh, my friends, thank you for coming to visit me. And do I smell an off-boy hungry <laughs> I, 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 I grab one out and I say, are you, are you hungry? Just set it down next to the table. Let me smell it. Next to the table. <laughs> I put it on the ground. <laughs> I nudge Fran again and go, um, wow, good call. <laughs> and I just leave it there on the ground and dig into my own yeah. little bit of calzone. <laughs> All right, so the, uh, the serving girl comes in and she brings you guys a bunch of chairs to mm. sit down next to his bed. Nice. Uh, I will be just out in the hall if any of you need anything. And uh, Lord Helmshire struggles to sit up a little bit more and he says, what can I do for you? I, I owe you my life. Anything. Ask me anything and it shall be yours. Uh, uh, um, anything? Well. Mary gives you guys a very severe look. <laughs> and I, I, um, I just like visibly rein myself in as the leader and I say, um, <laughs> well, sir. <laughs> We were uh, investigating a lead in the poisoning case. I don't know if you know that other people were poisoned as well. Oh, yes. I heard poor, poor DVBB. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck! Um, Yeah, Fran's whole face, like, twitches in several different areas. Like in an anime when, like, they smell a bad smell or something. Corbin Corbin literally has to walk and turn around and walk into the corner of the room and just face it so that he can like have the reaction. shoulders are shaking that he needs to have. Uh, Mary, Mary gives a polite cough. Mm. Mm. Yes, I heard he was a lovely man. Yes, yes. And oh, the lady parent. Such a sweet girl. Her poor parents. Oh, I am so grateful that you were there to stop this wretched, dastardly plan before it was able to claim me as well. Well, we we did our best, sir. What we're wondering is actually not about your experience of being poisoned, but... It was awful. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it was. It was awful for us, too. (laughs) Probably worse for us, really. (laughs) We were conscious the whole time. Yeah, we had to just... We were feeling the whole thing, but we couldn't mm. be passed out for it, so... I'm an empath. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what we were actually wondering about was something about your job as Lord of the City. We have reason to believe that the culprits of the poisoning were hired from the street crews that were cleaning up the city. Oh, oh dear... Well, I I cannot say that I screened them particularly rigorously as... Isn't that your your job? Well, it's not like they were accessing any important infrastructure of the city. They were rebuilding roads and laying bricks. And sneaking into your house and poisoning you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that. We've all made mistakes. (laughs) And uh, we were wondering where, do you know if there was any particular group that they were hired from or 
anyone who was in charge of hiring, who was new or suspicious. My assistant, Beatrice, named for Blueberry Bee on Twitter, I coordinated the pay for all of the new workers we brought on for the repairs. She would know a bit more about who exactly was on the street crews as she handles all of my finances. And Beatrice, that was the lady who came in before to give us chairs? Oh, yes. She helps me with everything. I don't keep a large staff in my own home, and we're all very close here, and truly, I could get nothing done without her. Well, we'll we'll talk more about it with her, then. Good. Could you bring my my off-boy hungry brand a bit closer? I sure do, and I pick it up off the floor and put it in his little (laughs) gnarled hand. He he just pats it. Like he's he's not hungry. He doesn't want to eat it. He just wants to smell. Well, he, he has no mouth. <laughs> Caitlin. <laughs> Caitlin, no. We're not going back there. Uh, <laughs> I um I, I pat his hand on top of it and then I start eating my own. And then I say, You know, sir <coughs> Um the other thing I was wondering about is I don't know if you can lend out the city army if it's needed, but if you can't, is there is there any other armed forces that we'd be able to have access to? Well, you need to discuss that with the other families that make up the courts. The, the city army does not move from the city unless under extreme circumstances, but... Can you put in a good word with us with those other families, though? I will do what I can. I must admit i feel a bit foggy right right now and... yeah well you you take your time we'll have beatrice make a list <laughs> <laughs> as for dispatching the guards from madria would the sacking of ilfra be dire enough of circumstances were such a thing to happen i cannot imagine that the kingdom would not respond but Things are so uncertain right now, I do not know that I could in good conscience spare the troops with these attacks from the sea and and, and poisonings and uh, we will be lucky if we have any armed forces left from the other nobility in the city by the end of the week. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Well, we'll work on it. Thanks so much. Uh, Good luck in your recovery, sir. Have fun smelling your hungry brand. <laughs> and I just like stuff my face and yeah. I can no longer talk. Corbin, <laughs> Corbin puts his entire off boy into his mouth at oh, once. Oh, yeah. And um, then we lock eyes as we yeah. keep chewing. Like just really hideous. All right. Let's go talk to Beatrice. <laughs> All right. So uh, do you guys leave Lord Helmshire's room after stuffing your faces? Yes. Yes. I I want to point out that I eat normally. I I bow to him. He gives you a hazy wave of his hand and then rests it on top of his off-boy hungry brand. (laughs) Can't believe it. It's like his little dog. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Beatrice told you he's not particularly lucid. You know what? That's fair. You you guys knew what you were getting into going in there. Uh, and uh, so when you leave, Beatrice, she's just standing out in the hall, standing at attention and looking pretty fidgety and nervous. Mm-hmm. As you come out, she says, oh, how, how is he? Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, he seems pretty okay. Um, I mean, I mean, for someone who's been poisoned, um, he was real happy about his, uh, his off boy. So he has we actually mouth. wanted to ask 
you some questions, if that's all right. Oh, uh, certainly, certainly. Come with me. And uh, she leads you to a little room uh, that's filled with lots of books and papers and a small writing desk and a bunch of very small chairs. Uh, They are all too small for you guys. They're like little kitty chairs. But they are perfectly Beatrice-sized, so... She she takes a seat and then motions to the is, small chairs for you is guys. Is she a halfling? She's a gnome. Uh, so she motions to the small chairs and then sort of looks a little bit awkward, but then decides to stick with it. I pick up one of the small chairs and I gently cradle it in my lap as I sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Mary sits down on one of the small chairs. Mm-hmm. Um, and Same. She, yeah, she acts very graceful about it, but then sits like she's just balancing very precariously mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. Corbin does that thing that cool kids do where he flips his chair around and sits on it backwards. Good. Is uh, it like a stool so it doesn't matter? Yeah. 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 I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you said cool kids. It's more like a substitute teacher move. It really is. I was about to say, you're, you mean like cool teacher? Yeah. Like right. A cool. Yeah. He's a cool guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Beatrice, she folds her hands in her lap and says, what can I help you guys with? Well, uh, well, we were talking to Lord Helmshire, and the poisoning was probably committed, well, by people who were working in the street crews. Were there, uh, a lot of new hires recently, or, I don't know, did you hear anybody talking about, say, like, we should commit some poisonings? because, <laughs> uh, you know, there have been some of those. Uh, no. No, nobody told me they were going to commit any poisonings. Right. Did you even ask if they were planning to commit poisonings? Uh, no, I, I didn't. I, that's not a standard interview question. We really were just trying to get as many hands on deck as we could, considering not, the city was in, in not shambles. Not a standard interview question. I, I mean, it does seem kind of important. Um, Fran, like swallows all of her food at once and she looks at Slake and she says, hey, wait, are you planning to perform any poisonings? Oh. <laughs> yeah! Well, I mean, I wasn't gonna... It was kind of a surprise, but... <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm goofing with you. Uh, I don't even... I'm, I don't even have anything on me to poison anyone with currently. Corbin, <laughs> Corbin looks at Fran and his eyes are, like, coming out of his skull. Uh, Mary, like, she reaches over and she, like, taps your knee uh, Fran and Corbin, she signs, are you two planning to commit any poisonings? <laughs> of course not, Mary. Mary, no. Why would you even suggest such a thing? I can't believe you would say that to me. Mary, are you planning to... Mary? <laughs> Mary looks at you both and then signs, I don't work for you. <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> she got us! She just fucking murdered us! Fucking slay! I act like I was just shot in the heart. Yeah, Corbin falls off his stool chair. Well, now that you've all interviewed each other, <laughs> and you've established that it's not a common interview question. I see your point. I don't, but but it's okay. Where, if you, where did... Uh, uh... <laughs> I Try pat again. Corbin on the shoulder <laughs> encouragingly. Where did they come from? Oh, well, um, most of them were dock workers, just people who no longer had docks to work on. Is it possible that some people could have been pretending to be dock workers, but were actually some of the pirates? I, I suppose so. I didn't even think of that. And uh, she's she's nodding and unnodding like a, her dress, her skirts. She's just sort of bunching it up in her hands and letting him go as she talks and she says I we were really just trying to get as many people 
onto the street crews as possible so that regular trade could continue within the city. And I, I didn't. All right. Well, that seems like a likely scenario yeah, to we me. We figured out that part. We know who's who's at fault for this. Pirates again. <laughs> oh, I should. <sighs> she puts her he- face in her hands for a second and then sighs and says, there's a young man I should tell you about. Oh. Uh, I thought we were meeting for tea later today. He was so nice and he asked if I could get him hired at the Marchioness's estate. And now... And she just bursts out crying. I take her by the shoulders and I say, do you want me to kill him? (laughs) She just cries harder. (laughs) Did he happen to have green hair? Yeah. Uh, Yes. I thought it was pretty. It is pretty. Yeah. He blinded you with his green hair. God damn. I'm sorry. Any of us could have been taken in by green hair. I scratched the back of my head. (laughs) (laughs) Corbin turns to Slake and points and is like, the... Wait, you're not. Hey. I'm not. Are they the person? Hey, are they the person you hired? (laughs) I I didn't. Corbin, how would I even if they were a half-elf, Corbin? Uh, <laughs> you don't know the other half of Slake's half yeah, order. I don't know I, the other half. I fucking just look at Corbin with, like, my hands <laughs> out in the, in the, like, in the guess I'll die type gesture. <laughs> Mary signs to you, Corbin. Mm-hmm. Corbin, we hired Slake. She couldn't have hired Slake. <laughs> Mary... You're too rational sometimes. Mary's always three steps ahead of us. Yeah, gosh, she's so smart. (laughs) All right. Thank you for your help, Beatrice. Where were you going to meet him? I'll write it down. There's a a tea shop near the docks. Oh, I thought I'd finally found a nice man. Oh, God. (laughs) I'm like, my mouth is like compressed into a thin line because I know I'm going to have to murder this man. (laughs) (laughs) My mother always said that Every time you think you find a nice man, he turns out to be a murderer. (laughs) I'm sure that one day you'll meet someone really great who hasn't even killed anyone. All of my mother's husbands turned out to be murderers. (laughs) Beatrice. I'm I'm like just trying to think of a nice man I know who's not a murderer. (laughs) And like I super can't. Uh, Because like the list is basically Corbin. Corbin Corbin has killed lots of people. I know. Plenty of people. That's what I'm saying. King of Danmar. Yeah. Murderer. Do we know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, All right, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, you guys, oh, she, uh, before you leave, Beatrice writes down the address of the place that she was going to be meeting this young man for tea later today. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go meet him for tea, if you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, so you guys head down to the tea shop. It is run by two little old gnomes. Mm. And they have a very complicated machine that makes, like, boils the water. And it has lots of, like, looping pipes and little spouts that make different noises as the tea brews through the machine. I am, like, if there's, like, a place, like, around the corner slightly where I can Mm -hmm. watch the entrance, I'm, like, over there peeking my little head out. Okay, so you're at the bathrooms. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Hanging out by the bathrooms. Right, like, normal. Yeah. Yeah. Is there, like, a bar? Uh, There's, like, a counter. There's a counter where people are drinking tea and watching the tea machine. I go there. I want to try some of their tea. It's delicious. Better than mine? It's not hard to be better than (laughs) yours. 
<laughs> I don't think it's better than mine, but okay. okay. I guess I'll talk to Mary. Yeah, so you, you and Mary pose as uh, normal people. <laughs> Despite the fact that neither of you look normal. All right, so after uh, you know, a few minutes, a young half-elf man with beautiful soft green hair comes in and he, he looks around and upon not seeing the person he, he was coming there for, finds a seat in the corner and he's uh, he's carrying a bouquet of flowers with him and he's twisting it nervously as he's looking around the tea shop. And- oh man, is this guy really in love? I hate him. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want to kill him even more now. <laughs> I, I'm, like, trying to lock eyes with y'all from across the tea shop. Corbin's, like, clenching his fists in anger. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll just go sit by him. Yeah, let's go have it. a talk. All right, so Fran um, just recovers from her bathroom situation. <laughs> and then... <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she, she t- slides into the seat across from him and smiles and says, Waiting for someone? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 I have uh, have a date coming. Hmm. Oh. Can can I, uh, can I help you with something? Oh, you know, I just have, I just have, uh, been on a lot of dates with people lately who turned out to be murderers. Isn't that weird? I mean, yeah, that sure is unfortunate but you know it's like my mom always used to say everybody you date is gonna end up being a murderer <laughs> what the fuck now i'm like worried that they're like they don't know that they're siblings <laughs> it's a luke and leia situation yeah. it's a good thing we're stepping in and no i'm gonna have help <laughs> the other ah. half is a gnome cool <laughs> can i ask what's your name Oh, my name's uh, Trenton, named for 1010M on Twitter. Ah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Trenton, that is just a, just a really hmm, trustworthy name. <laughs> I sure hope that you wouldn't ever murder anyone, Trenton. Uh, that's a really weird thing to say to a stranger. <laughs> I'm, I'm like looking over at Fran very intensely, just like like trying to say with my eyes, like, do you want me to come over there? Corbin, <laughs> do you want me to? Corbin does walk over there. I, I wink at, at Slake. Corbin, I'll take that as you will. Oh, I fucking get up. I'm up. Corbin walks over and he sips his tea and he puts a hand on Fran's shoulder and says, is this lady bothering you, hot stuff? <laughs> I'm really flattered, um, but I, um, I'm actually waiting for a date. Uh, that's see, I got these flowers for her. Um, she should be here any any minute now, though. And he looks towards the door. I march like over <laughs> and like sit it. If there's a remaining chair, sit down and like I I point at my head and I go same hat. <laughs> The guy goes, oh, uh, we're not wearing hats, but yeah, green green hair. Me too. I like put my, like, I put my hands up on the table and I like fold them and I like look at him <laughs> extremely intensely and I'm like, make anyone cry lately? <laughs> uh, Mary comes behind him and then she looks at you, Slyke, and then she signs. This is when we surround someone. And she- <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and she like she looks at Fran and Corbin for confirmation. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm doing it right. And we're both nodding oh, yeah. enthusiastically. Oh yeah. <laughs> and the guy looks behind him and realizes he's been surrounded. And he goes, "Is there something going on?" Uh, we know what you did, Trenton. I don't know what you mean. I just am waiting for my date. Guilty. <laughs> you. Yeah, we've met Beatrice. She's a real nice girl. Uh, oh, is... You wouldn't want to hurt her, would you? He he sets down his flowers on the table and goes, Oh, is, is she not t- coming? Did she send you guys to reject me? Okay, can I, I... Does he have any, like, pirate tattoos? Uh, none that you see immediately, but you could roll a perception check. Yeah, I'm going to perceive him. Thirteen. With a 13, yeah, you see a uh, just a little peeking of a, a tattooed wing coming out from under his sleeve. He's got his sleeves rolled up, and you see just a little bit of a tattoo. Oh. Um, yeah, I just reach across the table and pull up his sleeve. <laughs> hey! And, yeah. and what is his tattoo of? It's of a, a sparrow, it looks like. Yeah. Or a, a small bird flying. Sparrow, as in Sparrow Island. Yep. Where the pirates are from. Corbin leans <laughs> across the table and slams his hand down and says, Are you trying to say you actually have fucking feelings after what you did, you psychopath? <laughs> I don't know uh, what... You're t- I should go, and he s- tries to stand up. Oh, we, I think we mm, all grab him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I I would like to just crack my knuckles, <laughs> and I want to say to him, So, uh, Trenton, my friends and I, we're in the uh, protection business. Why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, your business? Why don't you roll an intimidation, uh, Slake? Oh, boys. Nice. So, 17. 17. All right. Yeah, he's intimidated. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I just pick up whatever work I can. Torvaic work, I say. Yeah. Hey, there's nothing wrong with worshipping Torva. I finish. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest thing I've ever heard, Trenton. <laughs> we know you're one of the pirates and we know you poisoned Lord Helmshire, so give it up. Oh, <laughs> he, he sighs. Oh, I really don't want to go to prison. Can, can't you just let me go? I I didn't what? even succeed in hey. what I was supposed to do. It, nobody got hurt. Yeah, a bunch of people got hurt. Well, but I didn't poison anybody. You did technically poison someone, yeah. and he thinks a sandwich is his pet now. Yeah. Well, I mean, Madria has some great sandwiches. They would make good pets. All right. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> You've got to learn to accept responsibility for your actions. I, yeah. What do you, what do you want from me? Information. And then death. What? Uh, <laughs> primarily the information. There are these signs. We're probably not going to kill you, but... Captain Loria might. Yeah, good one, Mary. Nice one, Mary. Yeah. Yeah. I and show my rea- tiny bicep. And then she realizes she's standing behind him and he can't see anything she's signing. <laughs> and we're all just like, nice. Cor- Corbin says, <laughs> You our- got it, Mary. <laughs> our crazy friend Mary's gonna fuck you up. <laughs> Mary shakes her head and, and she like comes around to like sign in front of him to be like, no, no. But Loria might. <laughs> I love her. 
hero. Oh, Mary. Anyway, we know you're working for the pirates, but do you have any more information than that? Look, I was just sent as part of the raiding party to infiltrate the city, and when we got a sign from the contact in the palace, we were supposed to distribute vials of poison to certain people. That's all I know. What was the sign? It was a, a note that was sent around via messenger, uh, one of the other guys. And he, I think, was supposed to get that note from one of the palace staff who got it from someone else. It's all really convoluted, and they do their best just to keep us in the dark about all the details. It's, honestly, it's not very piratey work, and I'm not super into it. I kind of signed up for, for the swashbuckling adventure stuff, not really the sneaking into people's houses All right, and poisoning I'm, them. I'm, I'm, not, wanna... I'm not really here to hear about your job dissatisfaction. I'm not a survey. Well, <laughs> I, I don't see. I, you know, I'm sorry, but like, what does she see in you? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the green hair is like all you have going for you. If you didn't have that green hair. <laughs> it is so green. <laughs> anyway. What kind of product do you use? Do you still have the note? Uh, uh. Yeah, uh, he he reaches into his pocket and pulls out a crumpled note, and it just all it lists is an address, a time, and D- Lord Dirk Helmshire. And this came from the palace, someone uh, who lives in the palace. I guess I, it came from a messenger that came from the palace. So we gotta find uh, what's we this. The trail. What's this messenger look like? I don't know. You fucking saw him with your eyes. Uh, he's, you know. This tall, and he makes a, a vague hand gesture that could be, like, anywhere between, like, five feet and six feet. He's not a gnome. <laughs> Do you know his name? Uh, maybe Dan? Maybe Dumpling? I'm, I, Slake is just looking at this man in, in abject disgust. <laughs> Look, okay, I'm not, like, high up the pirate rungs. I got stuck with poisoning duty. Oh, really? But you're so competent, Trenton. <laughs> <laughs> Surprised they didn't promote you to captain. Yeah, it's so weird that you'd be so low on the hierarchy of pirates. Well, because I'm useless, you should just let me go. Uh, oh, shut up, you piece of shit. We'll probably have to turn you in. Yeah. You're not even worth turning in. I know. You're right, I'm not. <laughs> but we should still do that. We're still going to do it. You make me so angry, we have to. I'm sure the punishment for attempted murder is less than successful murder. <laughs> yeah. You take you take comfort in that. Well, you'll have to catch me first. And he's, uh, why don't you guys all roll oh, uh, dexterity check? Idiot. Um, <laughs> I got a 20, but not natural. Okay. Also 20, but not natural. <laughs> oh, damn. And 16. Okay. So he, like, gets up, and all of y- all three of you just, like, grab <laughs> him at once. Imagine the other people trying to enjoy their tea. And it's like a tea. It's not like it's a bar. It's like a tea shop. Yeah. <laughs> at this point, everybody is, like, studiously ignoring you guys, but you can tell, like, there's this aura of tension oh throughout the room. And, like, the old man behind the counter is, like, polishing a glass and glaring at you it's guys. It's a teacup, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's polishing a teacup, but he's, like, glaring at you guys. All right, let's 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 get out of here. Uh, we can escort him to the guards, and then I think we're turning our sights to Sparrow Island.
All right, so you guys escort him to some guards and give him up and tell him, this man's a murderer. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, I guess. This man's a murderer, and he hurt Beatrice's feelings. <laughs> he's a feelings murderer. The worst he's crime. A, he's a feelings murderer. Yeah, a murderer. A murderer. A furry murderer. <laughs> There's Even only worse. one thing worse than a murderer. A furry. No. No. <laughs>